Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our world and everything within it. My name's Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK where I've always been and somewhere in New Mexico, you can kind of hear the birds in the background, it's Felicia Jones! Hey Paul, how are you? I've missed you, but I'm glad you're alive, where were you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I'm alive too. I did miss you, I couldn't talk to you last week because I was kayaking and i didn't get back in time enough so sorry for for that everyone oh my god like the soft life just <laughs> it's just getting grating now like the oh i was just you know kayaking <laughs> on the river grande you know for god's sake yeah okay I, I will make sure from this point on i will have a little bit more misery in my day <laughs> yes so, can you yeah <laughs> would you mind uh, yes, just... I'll, I'll be i'll have to be i'll have to tamp down like this living life thing and just kind of have some you know some misery but yeah. it's hot it's been hot does that help it's been really hot. um well we are in may now which is kind of i have to say sort of crept up on me really i wore shorts yesterday and i was like hang on a second what happened here look at you in shorts okay i need a photo now well you know as you know i've been getting <laughs> i've been getting beach ready or summer ready uh for some time <laughs> so i'm quite happy to like send pictures now okay <laughs> all right you get my personal personal only fans of legs and well, shorts all right send them <laughs> do you know i've been having the only fans conversation with quite a few people not that like i'm trying to like gather subscribers or anything like that or, or even garner interest but actually the more i talk sure. about, <laughs> the, more, sure. the more i talk about it the more I, it kind of makes sense I mean, you're in the marketing world. I know that you're doing market research. That's okay. If that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what you want to call it. Okay. I see, asking wh- questions. I see where you were going with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, it seems you can earn a lot of money. I, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would watch your account. That would be. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. That would be. No. Now, what I've gathered. What I've gathered. Just. I don't know why we're talking about OnlyFans. This is not meant to be part of the show. But what I've gathered from uh, OnlyFans is that people start off with feet, and it it never ends Uh-oh. up staying there. Like so, the draw. Oh, they move up to the knees. Yeah, the draw of the money. The draw of the money. This is just honestly, like you can believe this or not, but. Um, this is just from like stories of people who have become quite successful on OnlyFans talking about like why they did it and how they did it and all this kind of stuff. It's, it actually is really interesting from a marketing perspective. But often this is like how you can tell in a capitalist society, you know, it starts with feet mm-hmm. and they can make quite a lot of money with feet. Right. And they, the, the intention <laughs> is, you know, just feet. But then, you know, someone, one of their loyal subscribers, someone who has built trust, um, you know, request a little bit extra and they just go a little bit further than what their original boundaries were. And then, you know, suddenly they've got a nice flat and then, you know, it gets a little bit of like boobs or, you know, tops off or whatever. A nipple. Yeah. And then it just, (laughs) it just goes full on into everything else at at that point. And I can see how it, how it happens because people just get, you know, there's like, well, I'm making lots of money and I don't care anymore. And they, you know, it's like little creeps by inches, but that was a bad choice of phrase. But anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I, why, why are we talking about OnlyFans? I'm not going to have an OnlyFans account. And if I did, it would be a secret one. I wouldn't tell anybody. So uh, moving Until on. it starts making money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I saw somebody in my personal finance community who um, they rent, they do rental houses. 
or rental properties and someone just completed their rental application and their proof of income was their OnlyFans uh, <laughs> account. Right. Or basically their OnlyFans statement. And that person, they're making like 12000 a month. So they were like, well, it counts. So yeah. this person just got a new apartment. So, Absolutely. Um, I mean, I mean, where we're going, you know, and I know this is so far off topic, but <laughs> there was an interesting thing of uh, a lot of the kids now um, are kind of criticizing these platforms because they don't offer benefits or clear, you know, health insurance or benefits and you don't get anything else. And it's like, sweetie, these are not employers. Yeah. You are a freelance contractor yeah. for all this stuff. So I think they are starting to, They, I think there's some miscommunication going on. Um, in that world that you've got to take care of yourself if you're if you're jumping on these platforms so you can make a lot of money and yeah and they're going to come after you it would be for your money too it would be interesting though because that is a concept because uber over here i'm pretty i think i'm sure i'm right in saying this but uber over here have been uh forced to offer uber drivers benefits because of uh, the relationship that they have with the drivers and uber's just a platform yeah. and the driver is self-employed so maybe Maybe uh, OnlyFans will need to provide them with certain benefits. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see because they are creating these on these. I mean, for the most part, social channels are going are going to be for the creators oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for yeah. those who want to make money, so we will see what's happening. At least they are recognizing that these creators are generating views and money for them. So we'll see what happens if um, they'll have some creator funds that you know people can tap into health insurance and stuff like that yeah. that would be kind of cool though that would be kind of cool actually because you know you would for, for your platform to be successful and to keep people watching your platform where you are making money through advertising it kind of makes sense to look after your creators which yeah is kind of what some of them are, are doing actually you know elon musk gets a bit of a slagging off for what he's doing at twitter and it is generally chaotic but he's definitely taken that yeah. to a subscription model. You know, people will subscribe to your um, to read like individual tweets or um, get additional content things, yeah. things like that. Um, very interesting. I, I do think one thing that is missing is a, a market for people understanding like multiple country tax laws. Because I've got a US tax form here, which I, I know I've told you about this. We've got no uh -huh. clue, no clue what this form is or what it's saying. <laughs> So <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, my accountant, <laughs> you know, no clue, no clue. So, you know, uh, if anyone understands what a 1042S is and what I'm supposed to do with it, uh, let me know. Uh, contact the show. Uh, my, my, um, I, every other week, um, I talk to my friend Andrea, who's an accountant. I actually brought that up to her. And so she kind of explained it. So if you need to talk to her, let me know. Well, I might, I might have to because I can't work out whether like I'm supposed to like pay something or not but anyway enough about my tax affairs uh, the world does not want to know this i tell you what the world does want to know about <laughs> and that is um tiktok and chinese food okay um i don't know where you're going so let's let's do this <laughs> okay i just wanted your opinion like a blind opinion on this so there's been a thing over the last few days on tiktok about british people uh, eating chinese food and how they refer to it right and there was this a uh, TikTok video that was done where um, I guess, uh, I, I guess, well, I guess she is of Chinese heritage or um, mm -hmm. Chinese American or whatever. So um, 
like saying, why, why do people say I'm having a Chinese? Right. And the suggestion is. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all do that. Yeah. Right. I'll do that. Over and there. she was like, you know, it's racist. Right. Because it's like it's like um, dehumanizing somebody. And, uh, you know, the idea of having a Chinese person, what are you going to like get them out of the box? Or I think someone said that they were unboxing a Chinese and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And it's really kicked off on TikTok. Now, um, <laughs> I'm starting to, people on TikTok are weird, so. With a board. Because uh, tic- TikTok, I've learned from TikTok, there's a couple of things I've learned from TikTok. People make up a lot of nonsense <laughs> and get views for it. And other people believe the nonsense and get views for it. And the other thing I've learned is to not eat at anyone's house. Like, so thank you, TikTok, for letting me see into people's kitchens. But oh. Um, I don't know if it's racist or anything. I kind of see it as a the nuance of language because yes, I agree. I mean, because you all say, I mean, just as an American, yeah, you all yeah. say weird things. Like, like I'll like you say, I'll have a takeaway, a takeaway, yeah, or a takeaway. Th- don't, am I right? Yeah, yeah. So, but it's like a takeaway, like a Chinese, uh, and you don't call it Indian. What do you call? It? Do you say a curry or is it I'm having curry? A curry. You would go for. A curry, or you would go for an Indian, or you would go for a Mexican, or you would go for a Chinese, right? Okay, so now I need to know. This is going to be the research for you. <laughs> how did that come about? Of the reference, because I can see how if you're not, if you don't really understand the structure of, I guess it would be kind of slang, um, English slang. It is slang. It would be. Yeah. It would take me for. A loop, you know, if I'm here, like I'm going for a Chinese, like what, like what, like you're eating somebody, like what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? I, well, I think, so I think this is it, right? I think this is the you're absolutely right. It's the nuance of language. So it's 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 slang, right? So we would say I'm having a roast, right? For I'm having a roast dinner. So I'm going out for a Chinese meal, or I'm going out for Chinese food, right? I'm going out for an Italian meal, or an Italian. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just slang, yeah. and people just drop the the word, but they do it like they say I'm going for a full English. Meaning a full English breakfast. We just can't be bothered. I mean, I mean, sounds, like a, sounds like the full Monty thing. Like, what are you talking about? A full English. We you know what a full English is, right? That's the English breakfast? An English breakfast. Sausage, bacon, tomatoes, beans, okay. maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it wouldn't take me long to figure it out. But I, I, my assumption is if that's your first encounter with the way British people speak, Speak, it will probably throw you off <laughs> and also this me me being in my mid 40s and not like hypersensitive a hypersensitive 20 year old um if you're a little hypersensitive about words and things and this is your first encounter with um british speak it will probably you would end up doing some little silly thing on tiktok talking <laughs> about how this is all racist <laughs> and stuff um uh... So I, 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 ju- I just think it's like, you know what, young sweetheart, like there's other things to worry about. Like, especially if you're American, they're about to come after you and take all your rights away. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. let, let's go focus on the things that really matter. But yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's just a weird sentence structure. And, and I guess, I, I mean, I, it would probably still be weird. I would never say that if I ever moved to England. 
I would never say I'm going for a Chinese because I my my that's just too weird for me to say. You say like, I'm just going for Chinese that, food. But if you were you know here for a while, you might end up i actually watch quite a lot of tiktoks of americans saying i've lived in britain for like seven months and these are the phrases that i really love so i love this. like what <laughs> like i need uh, to know uh chuffed now going for a roast yeah like going for a roast that makes sense when it says i'm going for a chinese i feel like i'm going to eat somebody so i probably <laughs> wouldn't do that it was just it won't work well uh here's one so like here you go to hospital. You don't go to the hospital. You go to hospital. Yes, yes, weird. I can't do you that. Know, yeah, but you know that one, right? Yeah. But you go I, to the, the only... dentist. Y'all say go to the dentist? Yeah. Oh, what do you say? But you won't say go to dentist? No. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's like y'all just pick and choose. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say that word. Yeah. It's like a child. Like, I don't like that word too. So no, I'm not going to do it. Um. <laughs> I, I, I think the only things that I've picked up that I like, I mean, getting to the point of saying proper, like for me, it seems like everything you guys say, like a proper roast, yeah. a proper dinner, yeah, you know, a proper fallout. So I kind of have kind of started that type of thing. I think you should. I think we'd like to see more British Felicia coming forward in various parts of the show. And maybe, maybe you could practice um, swearing allegiance to the new king. Yeah. No. no no you don't fancy that <laughs> no him and my ancestors my ancestors would like to have some words with his do you, so th no. <laughs> do you think i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna think? go ahead and leave mm. that alone well it's a big week here in the uk whether you like it or or not um the coronation of king charles takes place on saturday and people have feelings I, a lot of people got feelings. I mean, I will say on the, when we're driving, we listen to NPR, which is like a radio station here that TikTok mm -hmm. says is state organized. Right. Uh, but there was an, or, there was an article on it, or they were talking about how Camilla is not wearing the diamond from India. Correct. Yeah. You know, cause um, I, people got feelings over mm, that thing. Controversial. Uh yeah, so I, I mean, you're hearing a lot of it, and some people just like, yeah, it doesn't make sense why we're doing that. But you know, I mean, that's that's y'all history, I guess. It yeah. it does seem like people are kind of having fits that y'all y'all have never. I mean, y'all had Queen Elizabeth for like 300 years, so this is all new. Like, you know, diamonds and you know, getting on, taking the knee, bending the knee, yeah, being <laughs> yes, yeah, so your loyalty and your fealty. That's, these people, oof. I can see how. I can see how it'll make you your skin crawl because you got you've never done that before. She yeah. stayed in power too long, mm. Mm. and y'all are about to get this in, in about ten, fifteen years. Y'all about to do it again, so get ready. Well, the the interesting thing is this is another subject where people um, get all in their panties to coin a phrase that I learned from you mm. about things that <laughs> aren't aren't really you know there are other things that are more important. So, for example. Um, People are, people seem to be obsessed, or some people seem to be obsessed with uh, Camilla and whether she is a you know the right queen or or not, right? Because she, as as we've discussed, yeah. she's the ultimate side piece. Um, and uh, people seem to be very very upset about that. And I just can't help myself but think, good God, like whether or not she died in suspicious circumstances or not, you know, whether you believe the conspiracy theories is up to you. But um, the fact is that. He's been married to this one, his second wife, for much longer than he was oh, married to the no. first one. 
So how how long has he been married to Camilla now? Uh, I think it's like eighteen years. Oh, okay. So yeah, at this point, there's not even. I mean, that is a long time. It's a long time. It's a long time. I think he was married to yeah. Diana for like fifteen like or something like something like that. I think. So yeah, it's it's like one of those things. Like it, get over it now. Get, they, get they, over it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there's so there's that issue. Then there's the whole Harry and Meghan thing, which is still like bubbling away underneath. But then this whole there's been a bit of a misstep really with. Um, and misinformation about this idea of swearing allegiance, because I have to say, I reported on it with a bit of outrage and then had to backtrack on it. But um, it was reported that British people and anyone who wants to, frankly, has been asked to swear allegiance to the king. Now, that was misreported because as it turns out, what the situation was, was that rather than hereditary peers of the realm um, paying uh, <laughs> homage to 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 the king in the ceremony the church of england in its kind of teacups and cardigans kind of uh, manner that it is uh, decided to include as part of the service uh, an invitation to to swear allegiance now this word invitation is quite an important distinction between um that and being asked so it was an invitation and it was very church of england kind of things in the church of england i say this like i'm an expert because i've been to church about three times <laughs> right there's often a part in the ceremony where the congregation are invited to to say something or repeat something or it's usually yeah. in, in the order of service and so it turns out it's just part of that it says if you want to you can if you want to say this you can say this and it's all like if you don't that's fine but it was very much reported as so though it's mandatory and i was a little bit outraged either way i mean it's a little bit outdated i certainly won't be doing it although i wish them well you know they can have their their big party but um we, we've got a lot to to get through over the next week in this country uh, in terms of all of that one thing i would say to a listener if you want to go and have a look at a couple of alternative uh, things instead of the coronation on channel four good old <laughs> channel four they broadcast um, a new episode of The Windsors, which is uh, like a satirical um, program where like all characters okay. in the whole family are played by um, comedians. And um, there was a thing on Frankie Boyle called Farewell to the Monarchy, which is a very um, anti-monarchist uh, program. And then I think Channel 4, at the time of the coronation, are I think they're showing Princess Diana's famous interview where she talks about Camilla being involved in their marriage or, 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 or something like that so quite an alternative so view. channel four is the channel uh, it's the hater channel yeah basically <laughs> basically just sort of average. so um, so yeah shade. so I'll, I'll update you on what um what happens uh you know feel free to um live through it with us in the uk if you're not at some kind of rv park cuddling bears um but yeah an well, interesting one I I kind of have an analogy. I don't know if it's good, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. Uh, we we were at the national park the other day, and this young guy and young girl were there with a dog. Now, um, they they pass like all these signs that says no pets, no dogs. You know, big pictures. You know, with a little dog on the leash and things like that. And if you are familiar with national parks, you cannot take a dog there. Mm -hmm. So one of the rangers came up to the guy and said you know, you cannot have a dog here. And the guy was like, seriously? And the girl's like, we drove three hours. And, and 
you know, and of course the ranger is trying to be nice. You know, we, you know, we, we love our pets. We don't, don't want them to get bit by rattlesnakes and things like that. So the young guy was like, Oh, so you're only concerned about rattlesnakes. <laughs> and, um, I have to say that he did have on one of those American shirts with some guns and masculinity uh, okay. all, written uh-huh, all over it. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, this kid probably can't process stuff. So we need to make it, he needs to make an exit quickly. Um, uh, but he then came back like they stood there for a while because I guess they drove I don't know I assume they came from El Paso or something to get up to the park and you know because I, I saw them when they passed the signs I was like you guys are <laughs> they're going to get you for this and eventually they left and and I was just thinking about it I was like look this is one of those times where you can make your argument you can yell at the guy all you want the result will still be the same you and your dog are not coming into this national park I kind of see the same thing with uh, the king over there. You guys can be invited to swear allegiance, bend the knee, whatever, you know, however you do things. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you still are going to be subjected to <laughs> having a king and you will be a loyal subject. So or just a subject. So it kind of really doesn't matter what you do. You still have a king unless you leave the country, I guess. So Yeah, I, su- I suppose. Although they would argue that. Um, I mean, the phrase citizen, not subject is, I think, a good one. I like that. I mean, the whole like hashtag not my king just feels mm-hmm. a bit like over the top to me. But citizen, not subject. I think I think it's fair to have a discussion about what modern Britain actually looks like. The The problem is there's too much of the shouty, shouty culture war thing going yeah. on that no one's listening. So that mature conversation just simply cannot take place. And so we're not ready for that kind of discussion. What will happen is the, I think it's 54, 53 countries where in the Commonwealth, some of those are are republics already, but one by one, they will all stop having the royal family, British royal family as a head of state, rightly so. And then we will be left on mm-hmm. our own to, to ponder. And I think, you know, the last vestiges of that kind of thing, eventually it will peter out because it will just have to, and that's, um, that's life, but um, you think so? It's lasted this long. It it has, so. but I I don't know. I think the world's very different. Anyway, anyway, let's move on from um, the royal family because I've got like a full week of it. It's really hard to escape. <laughs> You're over it. Well, it's just it's just it's just that. To be fair, we're not seeing the kind of celebration or kind of momentum. I don't think that was there for the platy jubes last year, last year when the queen was on the throne for seventy years. Um, but that's kind of understandable. But I am starting to see like bunting and flags and things, things like that. I think come Saturday, um, people will get a little bit carried away with it. But then it'll all maybe still a little grief, a little grief from the queen dying and just a hard reality check. Like, oh, there's a king now. So getting used to yeah. that. So maybe people with are crown, just getting used to with it. With a crown. Um, okay. Let, on more serious uh, notes. Um, in terms Ooh, of what's serious. been happening like over the last few weeks, we, we didn't get a chance last week to talk about the unfolding catastrophe in, in Sudan. Um, and yeah. uh, just to kind of put a bit of background, I mean, I think it'd be hard to, to, to summarize it um, quickly, but... For for me, I wasn't paying attention, so it sort of felt like out of nowhere. When in reality, it's been bubbling up for ages, but sort of out of nowhere, mm-hmm. there was this sudden panic that they were fighting between two rival factions of the Sudanese army. One that's kind of um, the standard army, and one which is the special forces, which mm-hmm. I've subsequently learned 
uh, was developed from the Janjaweed who um, committed the genocide in Darfur 20 years ago. So this has obviously been happening for, for a while, but it's kind of caught a lot of people by surprise. And there has been this drastic rush to kind of get citizens out of Sudan uh, whilst there's a temporary ceasefire from these two factions. Yeah. And it's been very interesting for a couple of reasons. One is to see the international reaction to um, to what's been happening in terms of who's been able to get their citizens out, how they've done it, which mm. countries have helped other countries, which countries have not helped other countries, um, which countries are which letting... Which ones pe- gave up. Which countries <laughs> gave up, yeah. Which countries uh, just left half the people behind and said too late. Which countries... Um, have allowed safe passage for people escaping, which people, uh, which countries have not, and all that kind of stuff. But one thing that's really interesting is, you know, asking you what you're hearing about it. Yeah, nothing. Hmm. Why do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, unless we're about to go to war with them and they have oil or something, uh, we don't. We don't hear. But I, I, I'm not going to say that it is not being reported here. Uh, but I, I do, I don't watch, um, cable news, so I kind of have to read my news and I kind of read it from the lens of money, like financial times. So I can see where the money is going, Mm. but the reporting is definitely not like Ukraine. Um, my feeds were flooded with all the things from Ukraine. Even if I didn't want to know about it, my feeds were flooded with the flags and blue and yellow things and people painting houses and, and stuff like mm. that. But I mean, th- I mean, this doesn't, it reminds me of, you know, things that were going on in Haiti when they had all the earthquakes and some of the issues that they've been having uh, in other countries um, like this. And I think if I'm right, something else was going on in another country while Ukraine was happening. But I don't know. Do we state the obvious of why we... <laughs> why the media or media or people or why we're not flooded with this and i mean nobody wants to say the obvious but it sure does have the symptoms of the obvious and and from what i understand a lot of western countries united states especially there are no programs or nothing to uh, help re resituate uh, refugees um, things like that so I, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I don't know what what um, really is going on because, yeah, it's just not part of our news cycle here. So I had to take some time to really go read about it the other day. Right. OK. I mean, here it's 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 I would say it's big news. It's the leading story um, might not be t- today, but like over the last week or two weeks, it's been the, the leading story. But it's really focused on um the cock-up of the British in getting its citizens mm. out. Um, and other Euro- I read about that. Yeah, other European <laughs> countries, guess what, have had to come to our rescue. <laughs> you know, who knew? Um, and mm. so, you know, which is exactly the same situation as, as happened in Afghanistan, really. I mean, they would argue that it's different, and I suppose, you know, it, it will be different because it's a different circumstance. But um, we've, we've not done very well there. In terms of safe routes, the government have been asked and the um, fascist home secretary let's call her what she is, um, has said there will not be any safe routes for people from uh, from Sudan. 
Um, why do you think that is, mm, Paul? I wonder why that is. I wonder what could be different between mm. people in Sudan and people from Ukraine. But what I find quite interesting, this is kind of like a bit of a side shift on, on this, is that, of course, there's a conspiracy theory here. And you know that I like conspiracy theory. But mm-hmm. um, what one of the things that I've heard, and I really don't know how true this is, is that Russia have been building a naval base in Sudan. And oh, wow. Yeah. And so this is all kicked off because America cannot allow Russia to have a naval base in Sudan. So there's some suggestion that America and Russia are having a proxy war here uh, or will be having a proxy war here because, of course, you know, we know what the alternative war is, a a full um, nuclear exchange. And uh, so this is another way to kind of have that that confrontation. Um, But I have no no concept of whether or not there's any uh, truth in that. You know how these things work out. But I mean, Russia and China have been... I mean, they have been investing in the countries in Africa. Mm. And then we also have this BRICS thing happening. Yeah. This is uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and... South Africa. South Africa. (laughs) Trying to kind of do a collaboration and create their own currency and change how things are going. Um, I mean, we're, we're definitely in the middle of some extremely big power shifts. And... I don't know. I have no idea what's going on in Sudan. I, if I'm correct, this is North Sudan, right? And not South Sudan. Uh, or that's, yeah, if yeah. that's how this broken up. Yeah. Um, and they've kind of always been kind of not very open with what's going on there. So you kind of have to go dig in and figure out what's really, what's really happening. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if these countries are making moves. Um, everybody seems to be, but um, and I don't, it's not necessarily a conspiracy theory, but what people believe, which yeah. can lead to conspiracy theories, is that um, the GOP or the Republican Party here in the United States is basically coming after rights and is making strong moves to uh, for the stoppage of non-white immigration. Mm. So that could be a thing as well. Um, so who knows? Who knows, who knows what's right. going on? You're right. Um, I mean, here's the thing. We know what's going on. It's either our brains are going to have to either start believing it and then figure out what to do about it. Yeah. it's it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it, it it's a lot. I did, just to end on a cheery note, uh, a TikTok that I saw <laughs> uh, just the other day was basically saying that if you are young, you have nothing to look forward to. There is like under no circumstance <laughs> can you look forward to your to your life. Wow. You'll either be, you know, you won't be able to afford anything. The climate's a catastrophe. Um, there's probably going to be a nuclear exchange at some point. There's just basically no hope. And I thought, I thought, how nice, how nice. <laughs> what? How is that a happy note, Paul? Uh, did I say happy note? I don't think I said happy note. You said we we're going to end on something happy. I no, no, no. I don't or think. Did I hear I, wrong? No, I think. Well, I'll go back and listen <laughs> to the edit. I'm pretty sure I understand that that's not. Uh, that's not happy. But but. Or maybe but you said lighter note. Yeah. You said maybe you said lighter note. I, I still is happy lighter. I, I I'm a little confused with that one, but uh, I I do think the young people are going to have. I don't know. I I do kind of. Do I feel bad for young people? Hell, I feel bad for myself most days um, on this planet. <laughs> yeah, kayaking um, down the I, Rio, I, Rio Grande. I, 
living your best I life. I know. I I told we we have room to adopt a young but older functional person who wants to come on some journeys with us. So as long as you don't, as long as you know how to cook and clean, uh, it's not servitude, but you got to be useful. You can come join us. So there you go. All oh, right. How how long are you, how yeah. young are you looking? Uh, they got to be like over twenty five. You know. Okay, and younger not, than not. Uh, definitely not boomer. Not boomer. Okay. I'm just the reason I'm asking. I'm just wondering, like, is this a long term thing? Because you, when you become infirm and still on the road, you're gonna need someone to like do all the heavy stuff. You that's, know, that's true. So that's dressed. why we you know, somebody young. Yeah. Somebody young, and any older person that joins us, you need to kind of make friends with a young person to hmm. kind of help with the load. You know. See? How many people does your RV sleep? The RV. Well, we got a plan for the boat. Oh, okay, so the boat, yeah. The RV can sleep probably two other people, but we have a tent. You can go sleep in the tent. And the boat? Um, Six to eight. Oh, you can have a crew. You can have a crew, yeah. Yes, Easily, easily. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. I mean, <laughs> older people, if older people come, you got to come with some money, though. Yeah. Because we, we, we ain't funding broke people. You've got to contribute to this somehow is basically what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. Younger people, you know, we understand, but you don't have to be completely broke, but you got to be functional and know how to make some money. So yeah, I mean, they can they can have only they can have an OnlyFans account. They can if you, if you don't want to do it, they can, out. they can do it on the boat. It's quite niche. I would have thought it'd be quite quite interesting if you go into some that is like, very hot sexy <laughs> hot sexy places. Sounds sounds good to me. How do people apply for this position? Um, you you have to go check us out at humansexhaustme.com. And if you could figure out how to message either one of us and find <laughs> us, we, we will that means you are determined. That's so it. we will have a conversation. <laughs> Please don't contact me. I shan't forward your request on. Okay. Only contact Felicia, just to be clear. Oh I have I am not invested. I am not invested in this boat, right? I mean mentally I am, but like I'm not invested it's of no consequence to me no, if you have a great don't listen to paul paul's going to be joining us so don't listen to him don't listen to him he's going to be on the boat with us with my beach ready body that's right okay yep. <laughs> <laughs> right quick let's get down to the gym uh, lovely to talk to you for a change i look forward to speaking again next week we've got um it's going to be a busy one next week i feel uh yeah you got a lot going on in the uk mm -hmm. can't wait all right i'll see you next time see ya